0: Each Easter Easter we hear the story of Jesus, who not only suffered and he died on the cross for our sins, on the third day on Easter he resurrected. This is a story that tells you you can't keep a good man down. I read recently of a mother, of a small child, who said, my kids are like camels, they can play all day in the blazing sun and never think of water. But at bedtime, as soon as their heads, some of you not understand, as soon as their heads hit the pillow, suddenly they discover there is an unquenchable thirst. A father shared his nighttime routine with his three-year-old. It's a story, then a prayer, and then hugs. Just as he turned off the light, came the request, I want a gink. The father, knowing that gink meant drink of water, stood his ground. He was firm. You just had a drink when you brushed your teeth. Now it's time to go to sleep. The firmness, the firmness that he put down to it, now there was silence and there was peace. Dad started to sort through some of the mail. And suddenly, I want a gink, came in the darkness. Gink was losing some of his cuteness no water, go to sleep quietness reigned for about 60 seconds dad, I want to gink be quiet, I want to gink now dad was beginning to feel how Moses felt in the wilderness with a million Jews all crying we want a gink so dad yelled down the hall if you make one more sound I'm coming down there to spank you I'm not kidding I'll go to sleep It was quiet as a tomb. One could hear a pin drop. In fact, it was so quiet that he couldn't concentrate on the mail. Then came a small voice of a child who smelled victory. He said, Daddy, when you come down here to spank me, could you bring me a gink of water? You can't keep a good man down. At age 22, he failed in business. The age of 23, he ran for legislature and he was defeated. The age of 24, he again failed in business. The age of 25, he was elected to the legislature. The age of 26, his sweetheart died. The age of 27, he had a nervous breakdown. The age of 29, he was defeated for the Speaker of the House. The age of 34, he was defeated for Congress. The age of 37, he was elected to Congress. At the age of 39, he was defeated for the Congress. At the age of 46, he was defeated for the Senate. At the age of 47, he was defeated for Vice President. At the age of 49, he was again defeated for Senate. And at the age of 51, he was elected President of the United States. That's the record of Abraham Lincoln. You can't keep a good man down. Norman Vincent Peale, and middle fifties, after being turned down by publisher after publisher after publisher, sent dozens of copy to publishing companies, Norman Vincent Peale, with a sense of dejection, took that manuscript, threw it into the wastebasket. He told his wife not to take it out, saying we're tired. Just we have worked, we have failed. The next day his wife, Ruth, took the wastebasket, put it into a bag, took it to another publisher. And she said, my husband has worked hard. Now this publisher decided to publish that great book known today as Power of Positive Thinking. It sold over three million copies. You can't keep a good man down. In Acts chapter 2, after the birth of the New Testament church and after Pentecost, Peter was preaching In his message, Peter preached an Easter message. So please take out the sermon notes that he has prepared. Look at Acts 2, verse 22 to 28, where Peter says, Men of Israel, listen to this. Jesus of Nazareth was a man accredited by God to you by miracles, wonders, and signs, which God did among you through him, as you yourselves know. This man was handed over to you by God's set purpose and foreknowledge. And you, with the help of wicked men, put him to death by nailing him to the cross. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from all the agony of death, because it was impossible for death to keep a hold on him. Peter then quotes the Old Testament. See, David said about him, I saw the Lord always before me, because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart is glad. My tongue rejoices my body also will live in hope because you will not abandon me to the grave nor will you let your Holy One see decay. You have made known to me the paths of life. You will fill me with joy in your presence. So when Peter preached that message that day, when so many were converted and turned from their sin because Jesus died and he rose again, he says, you can't keep a good man down. For three reasons to know why you can't keep a good man down. In your notes number one, doubters couldn't keep him down. Doubters couldn't keep him down. See, John said that Jesus came to his own. His own received him not. Look at Acts 2, verse 22. Peter said, Men of Israel, listen to these words. Jesus of Nazareth, attested to you by God, miracles, wonders, and signs. There were many in Jesus' day, did not believe that he really was the Messiah. In your notes then, but also today, there are many that doubt. He came to his own people. Many of them did not receive him. The brothers of Jesus, they did not accept him as Messiah till after the resurrection. When you look at the people of Nazareth, his hometown where he grew up, they seemed to be the most skeptical, the ones who had the most difficult to have faith. And their religious community did not accept Jesus. In fact, Judas, one of Jesus' own disciples, as we know, betrayed him. Even the disciples, although they followed him, it was not until after the resurrection that their faith grabbed hold of whom he really was. And that faith then drastically changed their lives. But these doubters cannot keep Jesus down. One of the beautiful things about Easter, no matter how many doubts you might still have, the message of Easter brings hope to the human heart. Faith in Jesus can be worked by the Holy Spirit. So doubters can't keep them in tune. Number two, in your notes, death couldn't keep him down. So I want you to know that Easter, death couldn't keep Jesus down. Look at Acts 2, verse 24. God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death. I love this next phrase. Because it was impossible... For death to keep its hold on him. It was impossible for death to hold Jesus down. Look at the story from Matthew 27. The next day, the one after preparation day, the chief priests and the Pharisees went to Pilate. Sir, they said, we remember that while he was still alive, the deceiver said, After three days, I will rise again. So give the order for the tomb to be made secure until the third day. Otherwise, his disciples may come, steal the body, Tell the people that he has raised from the dead. His last deception will be worse than the first. Take the guard, Pilate said. Go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went. And they made the tomb secure by putting a seal on the stone and posting a guard. I'm so glad that that passage is there. On Easter Sunday, we would be prone to say, well, I wonder how. I wonder how Jesus really did get out of that grave. But when we read the words of Jesus' enemies who said... Make that tomb as secure as you can. How they put the guards out there to watch and make sure no one would steal that body. God, in his wisdom, knew that there would be those who would not believe. Therefore, he covers the whole story of Jesus, his resurrection, in details. On the back of your notes, guarding the tomb was an impossible assignment. It was really impossible for them to guard that tomb. Death could not hold Jesus down. Because death could not hold Jesus down, we who believe in Jesus know that death cannot hold us down either. For the Christian, when you die, in your notes, you don't put a period there as if the story is over. So a period, no. And you don't put a question mark there as if you're wondering about what will now happen to my loved one. So a question mark, no. And you don't put an exclamation point because it's not a surprise. Since the Bible says it's appointed unto all men to die once. An exclamation point? No. For the Christian, what do you put? Because death could not keep Jesus down. For the Christian then, when they die, they put a comma. Because the comma means that it's not over. It's to be continued. In your notes, a comma is yes. And the believer who knows Jesus as his Savior, when you die, you'll be with Jesus. Doubters couldn't keep him down. Death could not keep him down. And you notice number three, the devil couldn't keep Jesus down. The devil couldn't keep him down. Satan, from the very moment of his birth, tried to kill Jesus. The story of how Herod killed all the male babies, two years and younger, after the birth of Jesus, trying to kill the Messiah. And you know the story of the temptation account, how the devil tried to keep Jesus from fulfilling his mission Every step of the way, even at his death on Calvary, the devil rejoiced thinking that the Messiah the Messiah had actually been killed. But on the third day, Jesus took the keys of life and death. He unlocked the door to eternal life. So look at Acts 2 again. Peter says, My body will rest in hope, because you will not abandon me to the realm of the dead, to Hades. You will not let your Holy One see decay. So Jesus proclaims his victory over the devil whereas before the resurrection in your notes you couldn't keep the disciples up you couldn't keep them up But after the resurrection you couldn't keep the disciples down you couldn't shut them down they began to understand so before the resurrection they were afraid after the resurrection they had courage before the resurrection they had a questioning mind after the resurrection they had a confident mind before the resurrection they were seeking directions after the resurrection, they were giving direction. That's because Jesus rose from the grave, and doubters couldn't keep him down. Death could not keep Jesus down, the devil couldn't keep Jesus down. Nothing was impossible. So in conclusion, in your notes, look up first Corinthians fifteen, where Paul says, Where O death is your victory, where O grave is your sting. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory to our Lord Jesus Christ. So Paul understood. He understood that when Jesus arose, he took power over death, the devil, and the grave. Therefore, number one, Easter gives us a new attitude towards life. Easter says to you and me no matter what the problem you might have right now, God is able to fix that problem, He's able to meet that need. Easter gives us hope. Think for a moment today what's the biggest problem you have in your life right now? A family problem? A physical problem? spiritual problem, maybe it's a financial problem. As you think about the biggest problem in your life, the good news that Easter tells us, there is hope. God is able to meet that need. God is able to help you. And you notice number two, Easter gives us a new attitude towards death. Easter is a different attitude towards life, but also Easter gives a new attitude towards death itself. So we look at death in a different different perspective. Recently, I read it with some children. They were talking about death. Gilda, she's eight years old, said when you die, they put you in a box and bury you in the ground because you don't look too good. Stephanie, age nine, said, doctors help you so you won't die until you pay your bills. Marcia, age nine, said when you die, you don't have to do homework in heaven unless your teacher is there. Raymond, he says, a good doctor, a good doctor can help you so you won't die. And a bad doctor, he sends you to heaven. So Easter is a new attitude about life. It's a new attitude about death. In your notes number three, it's finally a new attitude, finally, about God. One of my favorite parts of the Easter story. Remember when Mary came to anoint the body of Jesus at the tomb She saw that the stone had been rolled away. She was crushed. She felt somebody had truly come, stolen the body of the Lord. Remember how Jesus came to her in her sense of grief and her sense of loss? She did not recognize his presence. Look at John 20, verse 15 to 16. Thinking he was the gardener, she said, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have put him. and I will get him. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned towards him and cried out, in Aramaic, Rabboni, which means teacher. I love the part. That beautiful story where Jesus simply speaks her name, Mary. Immediately she knew it was Jesus. So when Jesus spoke her name, immediately she knew Jesus was a present. Everything was going to be okay. So do you know what Easter is to you? Easter is a time when God comes into your life into my life. Again and again, Easter in your know speaks your name. When Easter speaks your name, when you hear Jesus talking to you, when you listen to his voice, it changes your life. Today you're hearing Jesus speak again. He died on the cross for your sins. He arose from the dead in victory for your sins on Easter. As Easter speaks your name, Easter can change your family problems, can change your marriage problems, And change your spiritual problems. So let me ask, how many of you have at least one problem? Raise your hand. How many of you are sitting beside that problem? Be careful. Be very careful. Doubters can keep Jesus down. Doubters can keep Jesus down. Death doesn't. And the devil couldn't. And you know it. He is risen. He is risen. Amen.